Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Coffee Talk is a CastBox original produced in partnership with Studio 71. CastBox is one of the fastest growing, highest rated podcast apps on both iOS and Android, where you can find all of your favorite podcasts. You can obviously listen to Coffee Talk wherever you get your podcasts, but I hope you give CastBox a try because, you know, it's the bee's knees. The master is a beginner that never gave up. Avina Celeste. What's up and welcome to the first ever Coffee Talk podcast episode. This is probably the most exciting thing since, you know, hazelnut, vegan, almond creamer. I don't know. I'm currently sipping a coffee as we speak, seeing as this is Coffee Talk podcast. So I have to have my coffee. So hopefully you guys are sipping something warm and comforting too. And, you know, you're settled in and ready for the first ever podcast episode. I've ever done. Uh, Go easy on me because this is going to be super interesting. For today's Coffee Talk podcast, I want to talk about being a beginner, which I feel like is such a fitting topic for the first episode because, heck, I am a beginner at podcasts. So what a better topic to start with, am I right? Quickly, before we jump in, I just want to let you guys know I'm going to be uploading these Coffee Talk podcasts every single Monday to CastBox as well as some other platforms. So be sure to check it out every Monday if you guys want to keep up to date with each episode. And if you're curious what you might find from these Coffee Talk podcasts, podcast episodes. We're going to cover all things from motivation to lifestyle to mental health, everything in between. We can talk about all of the things that are adulting, all of the things that are motivation and goal setting, and ultimately just everything that we could possibly talk about if we were physically sitting down and enjoying a nice cup of joe together. So whether you're listening to these to start off your morning or to wind down at night, I, I invite you to settle on in and prep your brain with some caffeine or some decaf for a pretty good life chat. So obviously with today's topic being about being the beginner, I feel like this was such a good topic to start off this podcast because one, obviously, like I mentioned, this is a beginning project for me, a beginning hobby for me. And two, I also feel like with the time of year it is, it being spring, it's always a good time to kind of try out some new things and, you know, dip our toe in some new waters, try out some new hobbies, and just try something new for the first time because spring is so good for that. I feel like coming out of winter hibernation, I'm always in that mood to start exploring some new avenues or some new pathways in life that I haven't really gone down before. I feel like most of the time, the reason why we don't end up trying new things is ultimately because we've already placed a standard or an expectation on what it is that we might want to try. So to give you guys an example, for the longest time, yoga was something that always piqued my interest. I used to love watching 
people flow through different movements and different stretches and just how serene and calming it all seemed to me. It sparked so much curiosity in me, but I kept prolonging ever really getting into it and practicing it on my own or practicing it on a more daily basis because I think I was afraid of being a beginner. I didn't want to admit that maybe I had to start off, you know, from scratch, whereas I was watching all of these people that were amazing at it, or I knew that I wasn't that flexible. And so I knew that it was going to take me some time to get to where I wanted to be. And so already before even giving myself the chance to try it out and see if it was something I even enjoyed for myself, I had already placed a standard and an expectation. And because I couldn't instantly meet that standard or expectation, it completely rained on my parade and made it so that I didn't want to even try. And then another thing that I feel like stops us from ever becoming beginners or trying out new things in life is because we actually just love the idea of it rather than actually putting in the work for it. So even just with that whole yoga example, obviously I loved the idea of getting really into yoga and I loved the idea of thinking that I'd be able to do all these crazy stretches and flows, but then when it actually came down to sitting down and working at it and putting in the day-to-day hustle to kind of create that expertise that comes from working at something, I liked the idea of it, but maybe I wasn't fully committed yet to the work and the effort that I was going to have to put into it. So I think when it comes to beginning new things, we have to ask ourselves, like, it's not just what do we want, but what are we willing to work at? What problems are we willing to give ourselves? What challenges are we willing to give ourselves to get the things in life that we want? So even with this podcast, I loved the idea of starting a podcast, but sitting here with headphones and a mic, I'm so confused and so out of my comfort zone that I just have to accept that I'm a beginner. This doesn't have to be perfection. I don't have to hold this completely unrealistic or unattainable standard on top of myself. I just have to try. Just give it a chance, be a beginner, dip my toe in the water and see what comes of it. Maybe I hit it home run on the first shot, or maybe I have to record five first episodes before I get it down, but at least I'm trying and I'm playing and I'm having fun with life, you know? I think sometimes we're so afraid of not being perfect and we're so afraid of other people maybe seeing our imperfections that we don't ever try to take the risk to step outside of our comfort zones and try new things. And when you live life that way, you end up living very small. And I don't think any of us down to our core want to live small. I think we all want to live big lives. We want to live ferocious lives. We want to be fearless and we want to go after the things that just make us feel so passionate or make us feel so excited about life. And so working on that part of your brain that kind of tells you, you won't be able to reach a standard. So what's the point in trying? Or we might make an idiot of ourselves or we might look like fools. Like let's not... (laughs) Let's not go there. Let's not try that out because heaven forbid we look ridiculous for five minutes. I think working on that part of our brains can really open up a whole new side of life for us when it comes to trying out new things and just exploring other avenues of life. I think it's easy to just get so caught up in the standards and the expectations and the fear of not being perfect and the fear of what people might think that we 
really put a huge boundary around the things that we're willing to put ourselves out there for and we're willing to try out. And then ultimately we end up sitting on the sidelines of life and kind of watching other people go after things that we ultimately want to go after ourselves, but we're too afraid. And we might tell ourselves, you know, maybe there'll be a better time, maybe next week, maybe next year, maybe I'm just not ready yet. But I think that those are just excuses that we build within ourselves to to give ourselves you know, peace of mind for not going after things that we know we can accomplish or not going after things that we know could bring us joy because we'd rather feed the fear than kill the fear. Realistically, there isn't going to be a right time. There's never a right time. Our lives are always busy. There's always things to do. There's never going to be a time where there's no problems. There's never going to be a time where it's going to seem easier to start something completely unbeknown to you. I think that the right time is always right now because also, I mean, I'm reading The Power of Now right now by Eckhart Tolle, so you'll have to excuse me for this little spiel I'm about to go on. There is no such thing in a lot of ways as past or future. There's only the present. And if you're not going to do it now, then, then when? Because even if you have an idea of when you might start something out in the future or how you could have done a better job or where you could have been had you started in the past, those things don't exist. You can't get yourself wrapped up or caught up in those thoughts because they keep you from actually fully taking control and fully taking advantage of the present moment. Even when you think about the past or you plan for the future, you're just reflecting off of the present moment and using the energy that you have in this present moment to be focused on whether it be past or future. Instead, if you can anchor your focus and just pull it right now into what you could do at this moment and how you can do it, you can become so much more accomplished, you can add so much more flavor to your life, you can try so many new things, and you can almost see every opportunity as a chance to grow and as a chance to learn. So accepting the idea of being a beginner takes all of the pressure off of ourselves and all of the pressure off of what it is we're trying to do, and it just puts the fun back into it. Because when you already have the expectation of not completely mastering it right away, you get to have so much more fun with it. You get to try it out. You get to laugh at yourself. You get to not take life so seriously. And in turn, you open your mind up to all of the possibilities that trying something new can bring you. Because even if, let's say, you try something new and you find out it's not for you, it might be a stepping stone to something else that you discover about life or you discover about yourself that is something you wouldn't have ever found or something you wouldn't have ever come to had you had not opened your mind up, taken the pressure off of yourself, and just played with life a little bit and tried some new things. I don't think there will ever be a time that you're going to feel 100% prepared and 100% ready to just go at something. So why not just try it now? Just be the beginner now and take the pressure off of yourself and show up for yourself. Because I think that anytime that we feel that spark of curiosity or that spark of interest on anything in life, that's usually the universe or yourself trying to give you like, flashing signals or signs that, hey, this could be really cool for us, or hey, this could teach us something that we might need to utilize later on in life, or hey, this might be a good way to de-stress on a daily basis, or hey, this could be healthy for our mental states, or whatever it is. Another huge trick, too, that I like to use when it comes to trying out new things and just 
giving myself kind of permission to play with life a little bit and explore and experiment is to actually do just that. Just look at my life as an experiment rather than looking at my life as a masterpiece or something that needs to be perfect or curated. So if you can look at yourself as more of a an experiment or even just the way you would look at your best friend, if your best friend came to you and said, this is so embarrassing, but I want to learn how to play guitar so I can sing covers and post videos and, you know, sing my freaking heart out on karaoke nights Thursday at the karaoke bar. Would you not turn around and be like, okay, do it. Why not? Would you not completely just pump her up and make her feel so good and so excited to just try it out? Would you not tell her that even if it doesn't work out, she might have fun doing it? So turn around and give yourself that same kind of permission and give yourself that same sort of advice that you would if your best friend was coming to you saying that she wanted to try something new because ultimately we, in a lot of ways, we really do need to be our best friends because nobody else is going to look out for us as much as we need to look out for ourselves. So when you are getting these strong signs or signals from the universe saying, Hey, come over here, try this out. When things sparkle and shine to you and you just want to get your hands in there, you want to get elbow deep in some guitar or some yoga or some YouTube videos or writing a book or trying to bike or kickboxing or I don't know, anything, painting. It could be absolutely anything that you want to try out in your life. When you just find that sense of joy, when you find that sense of playfulness as if you're a kid or as if you are an experiment to yourself, it becomes so fun and so interesting and almost just like you're gathering information rather than trying to be an expert. We then have to be careful too that we're not comparing our day one with somebody's day 100 because that can be the fastest way to feel all of that fun and energy just zap away from whatever it is that we're interested in or anything new that we're trying because you know, it becomes disheartening when you compare your beginning stages with somebody who's been doing something for a very long time. Instead, we can just gather inspiration and motivation, but then bring it on back and check back into where you are at and accept where you are at so that you can go into it fully intent and fully ready to just experiment and play and try some new things and learn some new things along the way. Because even the people that we look up to, even the people that inspire us most, that are doing the things that we haven't even tried or haven't even started yet, they had to be beginners at one point too. Even the people who have become experts at whatever it is that you are just so drawn to, at one point or another, they had to start somewhere as well. They started right where you are. They started as a beginner. And along the way, they put in work and they put in effort and they practiced at something and they put their energy and their intention into something for a long period of time. And so ultimately, instead of holding yourself against where they're at, you could look at it as a chance to spark that interest and spark that inspiration to start now. Because if you start now, then 100 days from now, you're on day 100 rather than still being on day one because you kept finding excuses not to try or not to start. And with that, my coffee has gotten a little bit cold, so I'm going to go warm it up and we're going to take a little mid-roll break before we get into even more important points and chats about what it is to be the beginner at life.
welcome back. I honestly, this coffee is doing some serious magic on me this afternoon. Feeling just a little bit more tired than usual, so it's giving me the little spark I need to finish off this productive Sunday I'm trying to have. It's funny because even this morning when I was doing my yoga and my meditation, I knew that I was going to be recording this podcast today, so I was kind of just mulling it over in my brain and letting any points or information or advice that I had kind of bubble up in my mind. And one of the things that I was thinking about even just with yoga, and I keep bringing it back to yoga because yoga is something that I tried and I started as a beginner and I still am a beginner at, but it's one of the biggest things that I feel I've really kind of dove into this year. And it's something that I prolonged starting for so long because I kept on telling myself that I just wasn't that kind of person. I would see all of these yogis and these people that completely inspired me and captivated me because I was just so in love with how fluent the way their bodies would move or how at peace or how serene they seemed when moving and stretching and just in tune and in flow with the universe that I told myself that I'm not that kind of person. I can't do that because that's just not who I am. And I think that attaching to that identity, I kept myself from starting and from trying sooner. And it's just, it's crazy to think that I could have been so much further along in my yoga journey had I just started earlier, had I not held myself to that sort of standard or told myself that I couldn't be that kind of person. And it's kind of stupid because we do that to ourselves a lot. We tell ourselves that this is who we are and we put ourselves in these boxes and we say that this identifies who I am. And once we hold too tightly onto those things, we create these barriers around our life that keep us from branching out, trying new things and almost expanding our souls and learning more and grasping more of who we could be rather than who we believe we should be or who we already think that we are. You can completely change your life however many times you want. And in fact, I I honestly encourage it. I think that one day if you want to be a yogi, then be the yogi. But if the next day you want to be the punk rock princess, then grab an electric guitar and just start going to town. Keeping that part of you alive, keeping yourself constantly willing to just live your life with abandon and live your life with an open mind to trying out all new types of things and going down all the different walks of life. It creates so much more flavor in your life and it also creates so much more knowledge in your brain because you learn things about yourself every time you try something new and you learn things about yourself every single time you push yourself outside of your comfort zone and try something or do something or become a beginner and learn things that you didn't already know about yourself, about life, or even if it's just as simple as changing the windshield wiper fluid in your car. I remember that was something that when I first got a car, for the longest time I kept on making my dad do it until finally I was like, one day I'm gonna have to do this by myself. My dad's not gonna be able to drive up and change the windshield wiper fluid, heaven forbid I ever move away. And heck, here I am. And now I live in a completely different city than my dad. And if I hadn't learned how to change the windshield wiper fluid myself, if I hadn't just accepted that I was a beginner and just looked at it as an opportunity to learn something instead of getting stressed out about the fact that I didn't already know how, then I would have found myself in a lot of predicaments, especially this last winter, because let's be real, this last winter was a harsh one. And if you don't got windshield wiper fluid, you're screwed, especially in these Canadian climates. I know it can be so uncomfortable getting outside of our comfort zones because 
we suddenly lack that confidence of the things that we already know. We're in the unknown. We're in territory that is uncharted to us and we don't know what the outcome will be. We've become so accustomed to and attached to the idea of knowing our outcomes because then we feel safe. And if we pull ourselves outside of our comfort zones and suddenly we're in a new area, we're trying something new, we have no idea what to expect. And sometimes that can scare us into playing small. That can scare us into not stepping outside of who we already are and what we already know in order to learn something new or grow into something more. And so while it can be a little nerve wracking to step outside of your comfort zone and try something new and be a beginner, I think that each time you do it, it gets easier and you become better and you have more of that enthusiasm for life and that zest to just get out there without any care of how stupid you might look or any care of the outcome because ultimately every day, every moment, every second that passes by, you just don't want to take it for granted. You want to learn. You want to try. You want to be a beginner. You want to expand your knowledge and you want to expand your life and the things that you're able to do and the stories you're able to tell. And you can't do that from inside your comfort zone. And you also can't do that if you're doubting yourself every second along the way, because if you even go into anything thinking I'm going to fail or I'm going to suck, then one, obviously you're not going to want to do it. But two, you're asking for that outcome already before you've even given it a chance Odds are, yeah, you might fail. You might not be that great, but that's okay. And there's also a good chance that you might find something that you're already pretty good at or you have a knack for, and you wouldn't have known that if you just listened to your self-doubt and not given yourself the chance to try. I think that that little part of doubt is almost tied heavily to our comfort zones because it wants to keep us safe. And instead of hating that little doubtful voice inside your head that says you're going to suck or that you'll fail or that you'll be embarrassing, you can almost look at that little voice as just a little person or a little part inside of you that just wants to keep you safe. Then you can see it for what it is and be like, listen, I know that you're afraid and it's okay that you're afraid, but I'm going to still try and do this anyway. And you can come with me if you want. And if it ends up being embarrassing and it ends up being a failure, then we can laugh about it. You're not going to control me anymore because I know I want to do this. I feel I need to do this. And if it wasn't meant for me, then I wouldn't feel drawn to it. And it just instantly shuts up that little piece of doubt in your head and it sits back and it goes, all right, fine. And maybe you do prove it's right or maybe you prove it completely wrong. But who cares? Because again, it's another story to tell and it's another lesson learned. And now for one of my favorite excuses as to why we don't try new things and we don't let ourselves be beginners is the whole, I don't have enough time. I think that this is such an easy excuse to cling on to as well, because when we think, oh, I don't have enough time for that, it's kind of getting ourselves off the hook from ever having to really give it a chance. I use this one all of the time. There has been so many things that I say I want to do, but then I tell myself I don't have time to do it because it makes it easy for me to push it off and it makes it easy for me to not have to figure out a way to do it and not take responsibility for the things that I know that I want. And that's the funny thing is that it is ultimately my responsibility. If there's something that I want to do or something I want to try or something that I really want to get good at or get interested in, 
nobody's going to be able to do that for me. Even if, let's say, in a best case scenario, you're Blair Waldorf and you have your Dorota running around doing everything for you, Dorota is going to be the one that's suddenly becoming the expert at all the things you're sending her out for. So you have to take responsibility for the things that you want to get out of your life and you have to take responsibility for being a beginner and giving it a try and and starting because if you don't, nobody else is going to do it for you. And then if you end up sitting around feeling sorry for yourself because you're not where you want to be, the only person that there is to blame is yourself. And you don't have to like, you know, layer on like a thick, heavy guilt for not trying because like we just said, that little voice or that little reason for not trying or the excuses we give ourselves like not having enough time or whatever it is, that's just you trying to keep yourself safe. It's okay that you haven't tried yet or you haven't begun yet. It's not something that you have to belittle or, you know, be mean to yourself about. But at the same time, you can take this second to decide that that's not going to be the excuse that you hold on to anymore. And you're going to find the time and you're going to make it happen. If not for anything, then just to know, just to figure out if it is something that you could be into or just to figure out if it is something that could bring your life a little bit more happiness. Because if you were to take all of the time that you thought about it, and actually used that time to work at it, think of how far along you could already be. Just like with the whole yoga thing. If you have been following my channel for some time now, you might know that around this time, two years ago, I started getting into yoga and then I fell back out of it because I wasn't progressing as fast as I wanted to and I wasn't as good as I thought I could be. And I just stopped doing it because I didn't like that I was still a beginner, which is so silly, but it's a part of my, you know, journey now. And looking back, I learned from that. But if I would have taken all that time that I spent judging myself or that I spent worrying about it or that I spent just watching other people do what I wanted to do, I could be further along now than I already am. That said, accepting what is, I am still happy with where I'm at with my yoga journey now, but just to put that concept even into your own day-to-day living, all of the time that you spend thinking about the things that you want to do, if you were to take that time and actually just do them, you could be so far along. So why not give it a chance? Why not see how it feels, try it out, and become a beginner at whatever it is that sparks your interest? Because if you don't do it now, then when will you? And if you don't start taking the things that you find interesting or you find powerful or you find that you're passionate about seriously, then what's the whole point? Because then you'll end up finding yourself living day-to-day shades of gray rather than bursts of color. If you want bursts of color in your life, if you want to live a life that makes you excited to jump out of bed in the morning, then you have to take those sparks of curiosity and interest and just act on them, just do something about them. Even if it is as simple as just putting in a little bit of research on something new that you have no information on, but you've always thought about like traveling somewhere or like yoga or plants or anything. I'm just calling off things that are in front of me right now, but whatever it is, even just doing a little bit of research, even just following a few more accounts, printing off a dream board, writing down the goals that you want, setting aside some time to try it out for the first time or to explore those avenues of life that are calling your name. Doing those things is showing up for yourself. It's showing the universe that you're serious, that I'm not just going to ignore these flags or these signals that are telling me that this could be something that might fit in my life. I'm actually going to show up and I'm going to prove to myself and I'm going to prove to the universe or the source or God or whoever or whatever it is you believe in that 
I want this. I want this so bad that I don't care how silly it makes me look. I don't care if I'm not good at it right away. I don't care if I have to wake up a little bit earlier to find the time to do it. I don't care if people think it's completely whacked or silly of me because it's so not something that people are used to seeing from me. I'm going to do it anyway because this is something that I want to do and life is way too short to not act on those impulses. Here's the thing. There's never going to be a right time. You are only on this earth for one fleeting moment in the grand scheme of existence. And if you aren't spending this precious time jumping headfirst into any and all things that interest you, if you aren't willing to wake up and be a beginner every single day, you're selling yourself and your life short. Everyone sucks at first, unless you hit a stroke of pure luck and natural talent. Honestly, there's nobody that just like woke up and was just a master at kickboxing or painting or writing books. So what if you look ridiculous? Don't be afraid of failing. Don't be afraid of being unsure or stepping outside of your comfort zone because it's there that you will find the gems and the treasures of life. Things that we wouldn't find if we didn't step outside of who we already think we are to see who it is or the potential of who we could be. All the great masters, all of the people that inspire you, all of the people you look up to, Those are people that have tried and failed and tried and failed. Even the things that you've already mastered in your life, those are things that you had to try and fail at to be where you are at today. So now looking at the time that you have left in your life, why not try? Why not begin? Why not look at life a little less seriously or take life a little less seriously and have a little bit of fun? Start now, whatever it is that you've ever wanted to try. Maybe you end up liking it. Maybe you find out it isn't for you. Maybe it ends up changing your life. You'll never know until you jump in and you just give it a chance. At the end of the day, we should all stay beginners at everything in life because the minute that we think we're masters at something, then we're concluding that there's nothing left to learn. And I don't think that that's ever true. No matter if you've been doing yoga a thousand days or you've been doing it for one day, no matter if you've been writing for a thousand days or you've been doing it for one day, no matter what you think you've already mastered or what you're just starting out with, there's always more to learn. There's always ways to get creative. There's always new paths, new avenues, and new ways and new perspectives on how to look at things and how to do things and how to make something a little more you or make a little bit more light in this world or in this life. Because when it boils down to it, if there's something that is sparking your interest, if there's something calling your name saying, come hither, give me a chance, (laughs) then I think that that alone is a good enough reason to try it out, to just begin and see where it could possibly lead you. As long as there is life, the learning never stops and it never ends. So when we stay beginners, we keep our minds open to always learning new things, always gaining new wisdom, and always adding more things to our roster of life and to our experience in life. So give it a go. See what happens. You never know. You might just surprise yourself. And so that is it for my first ever Coffee Talk podcast episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening to my voice. It's weird that I'm not staring down the lens of a camera right now, but I, again, am open to this new beginning and I hope that you guys are excited. Podcast episodes are going to be going up every single Monday just to remind you guys, which I feel like is a good way to start the week, you know, coffee and just chatting about life 
things. If you guys want some hints or some peeks at my Coffee Talk schedule, be sure to check out my Instagram and my Twitter. And aside from that, I hope you guys enjoyed. I love you guys to the moon and back. Hope you all take a little bit of something from this chat that we've had. And I will, I guess, not see you guys all next week, but I guess we'll, we'll chat next week. Bye, guys. Bye.